For KAXE News, I'm Larissa Donovan with the Up North Report. Bemidji Mayor George Prince recently recapped 2023 and looked ahead to 2024 in the annual State of the City Address. Prince highlighted new businesses, new events, and the various projects the city completed over the last year. Looking ahead, housing continues to be a top priority. In recent years, multiple apartment buildings, most of which were low-income housing units, were shuttered by building officials due to unsafe conditions. Prince said the city is committed to being proactive in creating more affordable housing units. There are lessons to be learned from the events that took place at Ridgeway and Red Pine Apartments. With building costs continuing to escalate, it's unlikely that affordable housing projects will happen without some form of public sector assistance. It is my hope that as we move forward, our city can find new and creative ways to partner with housing agencies, state and federal government entities, and local developers to help create more housing opportunities for citizens. The Bemidji City Council meeting last week was a continuation of an early February meeting that ended abruptly due to a Zoom bombing, where unknown online attendees interrupted with racial slurs and other offensive language. The council then discussed whether to allow online participation in meetings. Councilmember Josh Peterson voiced that online participation was born out of necessity during COVID, and government got along just fine without it before the pandemic. Government has functioned centuries, and we've gone hundred almost 100 27 years old our city is, uh, without having to have the meetings on web. And I, we function great. This was all a product of COVID and people have abused it. There's been abusive names, there's been derogatory names on there, and we can't really censor how they name themselves when they come on. After an initial failed 3-3 vote to discontinue WebEx access, the council voted 5-1 to discontinue online participation in meetings, with exceptions granted to council members on request. The council will discuss the issue again in a later work session. Meetings will continue to be streamed live on cable access and online, where they're also archived. Bemidji City Council meets again on Monday. The Brainerd Parks Board heard hours of comment from Lakeshore property owners and supporters of a water ski team as the board considers a new contract amid complaints that the summer practices are disruptive to life on the lake. The Brainerd Ski Loons is a nonprofit entity performing free shows in the summer at Lum Park on Rice Lake. The team and Rice Lake property owners were invited to present at the Parks Board meeting Tuesday before the board takes any formal action. Some Lakeshore homeowners are concerned the show has grown too large for the small lake, with multiple high-speed boats creating large wakes. Lakeshore homeowner Phil Philman says a lack of communication is also contributing to the issues. They passed too close to the shoreline, 25 feet off the end of our dock. My deal, why, and this has been going on since 21, 20 maybe? To date, I have not had a phone call, a knock on the door, somebody passing by saying, hey, I'm a ski loon, can we talk? Ski team members range in age, with some of its younger members, like Reeve Sampson, passionately advocating to continue this summer exhibition activity. The Brainerd Ski Loons is a great asset to our community. It allows children and adults that do not have access to lakes, boats, and equipment to participate and enjoy the wonderful world of water skiing. The proposed contract includes regulating the practice area further away from shore and establishing a practice and show schedule, as well as requiring third-party vendors to take a boating safety course to allow the team to continue operating at the park. DFL State Senator Grant Hosschild introduced a bill that aims to help lower the cost of child care from birth to kindergarten. Megan Buffington has the details. 
The Great Start Affordability Act would make a monthly per-child payment to child care providers to reduce the amount families have to pay up front. Families who make less than 150% of the state median income would be eligible, with amounts depending on an income-based sliding scale. Right now, that would be families making less than $175,000. A news release says 85% of Minnesota families with children under five years old would be eligible in some way. Hostchild says in the release that childcare is one of his constituents' top issues, saying, quote, in many rural communities, childcare quite literally does not exist. DFL Representative Dave Lisligard of Aurora was one of the House members who introduced a companion bill. Megan Buffington, KAXE News. Find these stories and more at KAXE.org. This is the Up North Report from the KAXE News Desk. I'm Larissa Donovan telling the stories of northern Minnesota through local news.